Welcome to this week's episode of Tech Talk Live. I'm your host, Michael Armagun, and with us today we have our two guests, Chris and Vicky, or Rickwell. Uh, so, as per usual with Tech Talk, we're going to be going over the last week's worth of tech news and uh, pretty much giving our own insights onto the whole, onto, well, what's happened so far. And we're going to be starting this week off with, uh, let me put, pull this up really quick. We're going to start this week off with Essential. Uh, Essential, for those who are unaware, is a smartphone that is made by, well, the maker of Android, for the most part. And <clears throat> what's happened was that some suspicious email activity from pe happened to people who pre-ordered the Essential phone. Um, what he's... What has happened was that, let me see, the platform's creator said the company made an error in its customer care function, and it seems a customer service rep used a misconfigured account that sent a single email asking for a photo ID and other identifying info to multiple recipients. And as a result, 70 of them ended up sending sensitive information to a small group of other customers. Yikes. Now, uh, of course, he apologized. And let me see. What exactly did he say? That they've taken steps internally to add safeguards against this happening again in the future. Being a founder in an intensely competitive business means you occasionally have to eat crow. It's humiliating, it doesn't taste good, and often it's a humbling experience. As Essential's founder and CEO, I'm personally responsible for this error, and I will try my best not to repeat it." End quote. Why? It's just now products on that they're linked together. Sorry about that. Stop it, Chris. You're making me laugh now. Um, oh, but <clears throat> right with our with all of that happening, like I kind of feel bad for Essential because they're starting to like get up off the ground, trying to make this their very first phone. And I mean, granted, there's already been people saying you know the camera on it sucks, which kind of isn't a good thing mm -hmm. for something that's. Uh, just coming out of the woodworks and then they have this privacy thing which you know that's mm -hmm. a serious no-no uh i don't know like is this the precursor to other things what do you guys think sorry um well for me i well, personally feel as though i kind of i do feel bad for them as well um, because so far for like the tech videos that I've seen about the essential, like they've been given the essential phone hell all week. 
And for like them to have this whole privacy issue, it's kind of like they're not able to get off of the ground when they come. Like, they're coming and attempting to try and make a change, whereas they just kept they just keep getting pushed back. So at first it was the whole camera. The camera is crap. The screen brightness is also crap. Um, and then now it's the whole privacy thing, whereas in this day and age, privacy is a major thing for consumers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know how dead they are. Um, I, th- I don't think the privacy leak is going to be that big of an issue, to be honest. Um, in terms of the camera and the screen, I just think they missed the ball. I don't think it's like an end for the series, but I mean, for them to have come out with a phone and for them to knock it out of the park in their first go, I've been highly impressed. They didn't, and it's to be expected. And honestly, they actually hit a lot they actually got a lot right for being this this the first film that they ever made like they actually got a lot right for it so they just missed some key points the camera and i mean just key things that i think people are people care for and i mean it'll be good to see their next round of phones but i mean once they get decent amount of sales which they probably will um they'll have enough i guess to keep going on is it gonna be like a hit nah it's not gonna be the best android phone of the year by far but yeah, I think it's a good, it's a decent launch for them. They, are, they have their problems, but they're not going to be perfect, so. Honestly, I, I really hope that it, and it doesn't sound like it, it will, but I really do hope that they don't let it hold them back from continuing along with this. Like The only phone that kind of made as much stir in the market coming out of the woodworks was, I think it was the Robin? Robin something but um yeah that phone pretty much ended up no like hardly anyone bought it after the kickstarter and everything like that so i'm really hoping they continue on and make something better down the line um continuing on with phones though we got a pretty decent reveal this past week with the lg v30 uh the design itself is pretty neat. Um, they were saying that it's a beautiful phone. Some people were saying that it came a little bit too late in the uh, year to really compete with other smartphones like the iPhone 8 and the Galaxy Note 8. But I don't know. I kind of have a feeling it will make it will get some people buying from it. It's one of the only phones, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, that actually supports T-Mobile's new um, frequency. So that in itself makes them viable to be purchased. And even the battery life is much better than I think people were expecting. With it, screen time of four hours and like by 11 a.m. one person was saying that it was still at 15% I mean sorry 11 p.m. that day it was still around um, 15% battery life and we know typically 6 o'clock you sometimes have to plug in 6 o'clock I have to plug my phone like maybe 12 oh my gosh this is an iPhone hey man it is yeah and then my parents keep calling me okay (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, like for me, I'd have to like plug my phone in, like maybe around 12, 1 o'clock, but I charge it fully during the day. 
But I have that issue whereas I would plug my phone in in the night and then when I get up I'd unplug it. So why it's never at a hundred. No. E thirty is actually pretty freaking amazing. Like I won't lie, like I think I think that I think people are downplaying this phone because people are saying like, oh, um, it won't be able to compete with the iPhone eight or like the Samsung Galaxy Note eight. No, of course it will, because honestly, right now the V thirty is hands down the best Android phone you can get. Period, period. And the only thing that's the only thing that's will slow down the sales is people waiting for the Pixel two, and. People who, and it's always it's gonna boil down to whether or not the Pixel XL2 has a headphone jack or not. If the Pixel XL2 does not have a headphone jack, I can guarantee you'll see a spike in sales in the V30. Because there are a bunch of people who are saying that if the Pixel XL2 does not have a headphone jack, mm -hmm. that they are going to buy the V30. Like there are literally a bunch of people who are literally waiting for that confirmation. And if the Pix and if the XL2 has a headphone jack, then I think that's gonna hurt the V30 sales. Because I don't think that they can compete against the, the XL2. But if the XL2 shoots themselves in the foot and say, oh, well, we're not going to have a headphone jack, well, then guess what? It's time for the B30 to come in and sweep and save the day. I think the B30 will get uh, the best phone of the year if that happens. I think, hands down, it'll be, it'll be a competitor, a strong competitor in that um, best phone of the year. The problem with the Note 8, I don't think why well, it's going to get best phone of the year is too, too expensive. It's way too fucking expensive. So, um, I agree. Uh, yeah. So that's the biggest problem with it. So, whereas the the V30 isn't, the V30 falls right in a nice, very nice price range. So it's, I think it's, is it cheaper than the S8? I can't remember. I can't remember the prices, but I think it's a little bit cheaper than the S8 or around the S8 price. So. Yeah, it's a, it's around the S8 from what I remember. So. I, I do agree with that. And a lot of people are saying how nice the camera is on this one compared to other things that are coming out this year as well. The camera app is crazy. Oh my goodness, that camera app is nice. Like, can I just download the camera app? Because that's amazing. That is like amazing. Whew. Like the, they compared it to normal filter. Like, okay, so one of the key features about this device, um, for those who are unaware, is that it has presets for both pictures and videos and these presets are made by persons that actually do videography and photography um so these are the people that you typically want like to emulate with your own pictures now with their with their presets it isn't just like a regular filter it is quite literally adjusting contrast white balance uh, brightness, uh, how the HDR works, a bunch of different things all at the same time, instead of just saying, oh, we're just going to make this look slightly more blue. Yeah. Um, and honestly, from what I've seen, it looks gorgeous. So I, I kind of have to agree with Chris. Like, I, I would wonder if the reason why the Pixel 2 doesn't have it is just to kind of see what people go for but that still doesn't make a whole lot of sense but moving on to our next topic and one that's of quite a bit of concern 
The FDA in the United States has recalled close to half a million pacemakers due to hacking fares. No, that's not F-A-R-E-S, that's F-E-A-R-S. Uh, pretty much security concerns over connected health devices are once again put on the spotlight because uh, apparently your heart can be hacked. And uh, the total amount was actually 465,000 of the medical devices were recalled citing security vulnerabilities. Um, they come from a health company called Abbott, formerly St. Jude Medical. Um, and they require a firmware update. Fortunately, it can be installed by a healthcare provider in just three minutes. And the models affected include Accent, Anthem, Accent on MRI, Accent ST, Assurity, and Allure. Um, apparently, someone reverse engineered a pacemaker to release a series of 830 volt shocks. So, I guess they want to make sure that kind of stuff doesn't happen to their patients. But that's pretty scary when you really think about it. That's something on Electronic your Electronic death mode? Yeah. <laughs> something, someone just walks by you Electronic and can kill you mode. by sending like electric shocks to your heart. I'm charging for murdering someone. That's... That's scary. Holy crap. I mean, that is a pacemaker, so... Really worth that. <laughs> Like, I mean, all I have to do is malfunction and you can die, so... But how often do they malfunction, though? I don't know. I don't have one. Yeah, I don't have one either. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, not, like, so shallow right now. <laughs> how is it shallow? I legit don't, like, no, I mean, you don't, I don't, you don't have any, so... Sad for those who have peacemakers. Like, I mean, you go past a really large magnet, you fucked. I uh, imagine. Screwed. He kind of does have a point. Like, I don't think they can actually go through those um, full body scanners at the airport. Airport, I was thinking that as well. And it's like, I mean, I don't know, because how do you know where magnets are? Like, you just don't know where there's going to be like a strong electromagnet. Well, I mean, in the real world, how often do you come across a magnet? We don't know. <laughs> Because <laughs> it doesn't affect us. <laughs> but I mean, we typically have like our phones or something on us that, you know, if it's strong enough, it should pull on it. So, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess. Maybe. You know, like, if you, before you walk through the, like, biomagnet, you, like, stick your phone out to make sure it's not a strong magnet. <laughs> I guess. Like, that's what it is. Like, it sucks your like, phone so, and, like, you have, like, yeah, a really strong grip on your phone, you go flying with it and then it's your <laughs> face maker. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I I still feel that like this is kind of the stuff that sci-fi horrors were made of from back in the day. Yeah. Oh, that's a good sci-fi horror. Did you just say this yeah. would have been a good sci-fi horror? I like I like a good sci-fi horror. It would have been a better movie than Death Note two in twenty seventeen. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Don't. Is it that bad? It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, moving on to our next topic. Google is the overarching topic, and we're going to start off with Assistant. Now, apparently you can now tell Google Assistant to take a screenshot. But I mean, I probably would still see myself taking a screenshot by using the actual buttons. Or whatnot to just make sure it happens instead of, you know, it doing something else or not picking up on me saying, okay, Google, something along those lines. Okay, I name. That's it. That's all I'm looking for. Here's the name what? I don't know. There's something more personable. Is that okay, Google? Jarvis. Oh, okay, Google. Kind of cocky. What? Travis? Jarvis. Travis. Oh, Travis. Jarvis. Oh, okay, Travis. Oh, Jarvis. Mm. Then he has that female voice. So it has to be like a female name. Exactly. Because like Oreo is a woman, like, so how about whatever the name is? So if it's Oreo, you say Oreo. Hey Oreo. But then I mean Oreo is like an everyday product, so I mean like people be talking like, oh hey Oreo, and then yeah. the phone is like, oh hi. It's like no, I didn't call you. I was talking about the cookie. And then like so that's a problem. you get accustomed to Oreo, and then like when the new firmware comes out, it's like oh you know. I gotta go change the name now. Yeah. Like, like oh, hey, when the firmware is. Hey, pumpkin pie, how you doing today? It's like, yeah, that's I gotta a get used to that. Yeah. You really invest enough time inside this gal. I don't, mm. Pumpkin pie is not gonna happen. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Watch. Watch. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. What else, what else do you see it being? Seriously. It's not gonna be pumpkin pie, I can tell you that. It could be pie by itself. Before I'll be pumpkin by. No, I like that, that, that specific. Yeah, like pumpkin pie. It sounds better. See? They're not going to do pumpkin pie. They're not going <laughs> to do pumpkin pie. They're not. Oh, it'll be called pizza. Pizza isn't a sweet. Well, I'm trying. You're knocking down pumpkin pie, and like that's that's the one that comes to yeah, people's mind. Yeah, no, it's not going to be pumpkin pie. With. It'll be pumpkin spice latte before we pumpkin pie. Ooh, no, you know? don't make that face. <laughs> no, <laughs> that actually no, might be. No, no, that, <laughs> there's a lot of people that like pumpkin spice. People might actually like suggest that. You know, Google always does like the let us know what kind of thing you want it to be. Watch that It'll actually. Be peppermint. Mm. Mm. It'll be peppermint. Watch. We peppermint and we green, just like Oreo. I don't know why Oreo has like black. Why is Oreo green? I just realized that. Why? But you be peppermint. Oreo is green. Peppermint is green. Peppermint is. Well, the plant is green, but I mean, when you think of peppermint, you think of the peppermint candy canes, which are like red and white. Exactly. Wait, no, what? There's also green. There's also peppermint gum. There's also there's all type of peppermint sweets. Vicky, when you see peppermint candy canes. What colors are they typically? Red and white. This Bam! You don't know the name. Name is peppermint. <laughs> oh man. It can be red or white. It doesn't matter. Point is, peppermint. Either way, Android Android color is green, so they're so always gonna like yeah, because like people already see that color already associated with Android, so it's gonna be like oh you know Oreo's green. Black, though, so... Kit Kat was red and bl- exactly. brown. 
Exactly. So it could so, be definitely. Pumpkin spice. No. Definitely not. Yes, exactly. See? No. No. <laughs> like I'm already I'm already picturing them having like a pumpkin body on like the Android oh. <laughs> Yep. Perfect in time for Halloween. <laughs> it's not gonna be it's not gonna be pumpkin spice. Uh, it's not gonna be anything pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like a hater. It sounds like you just... Chris, do you not like pumpkin? Pumpkin is disgusting. That's it right there, people. That is that is the exact reason why... Right there. Oh, you know what it could be? Oh, this is perfect. Popsicle. Eat that. Popsicle. Android Popsicle. Way better than pumpkin. Did you just try popsicle. to put in a pun inside there? Eat that. Popsicle? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I don't see it as much. I don't. Me as Like, I'm trying to pitch how they're going to incorporate it with the Android. Um, like how they did with Ori, what they did with the, with the Ori was like the body. Oh. They could do a popsicle. The Android shape is already almost a popsicle. Just put a stick. Yeah, then oh. he has to have like, like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> put a stick up where? Put a stick up where? <laughs> exactly. Just, just, put, just put the feet together and like tie them up, and there you go. It's a popsicle. And like tie the arms together too. Popsicle. Android popsicle. Pringles? Pringles. Maybe Pringles. It's chip. It's not a sweet. Pringles isn't a sweet. That's a chip. It's like a snack. Yeah. Everything is sweet. Everything has been sweet. Everything has been sweet. Everything has had a high sugar content. Not one. Not one thing that they've done is not high, high sugar content. All of them has either been desserts or candy. But yeah, that's my biggest thing. I mean, I think a merging of Bixby and Assist, Google Assistant would be the best. Because Bixby, the things you can do with your phone, like you can tell it to do anything with your phone, it'll do it. Don't actually search for anything, it can't, um, but <laughs> it can it can control the phone really, really well. That's one good thing about Bixby. Um, the horrible thing about Bixby is the Bixby button, if they can get rid of that, then Bixby would actually be a lot better, in my opinion. Yeah, that requires Samsung and Google actually getting nice and playing together. With <laughs> artificial intelligence. Um, but moving on to our next topic. Apparently, YouTube, the place that you typically go for web uh, content about videos and listening to some, sometimes listening to music, uh, has also been a place where people go to rip audio for their MP3s and sometimes. Uh, podcasts or whatnot. One such website that does that for persons has now been shut down because they were sued by the RIAA and uh, music, com- well, music label companies. So, yeah, apparently they they might start cracking down on that kind of stuff. So, oh, who knows? Tubity might be next. I mean. Horns forever. I mean, don't literally download me. Some things you can't find with torrents. You're not looking hard enough. I mean, yeah, you could not be looking on torrent sites. That's horrible. That's a bad idea. Oh, man. I'd be looking hard. I gotta go from 
torrent and I, if I don't find it on torrent, I'll be like, you know what, let me just check SoundCloud. If I don't on SoundCloud, then I just like go on YouTube. And I actually use that same site that they like, you know, shut down to download some, but I have a pack, so. I mean, they shut down one, another one's gonna pop up. There are like millions of them out there, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Like, I, I can do that with everyone. So I'm, I'm always good with sites. Torrents are quite literally the hydra of the internet. Well, torrent sites, I should say. You cut one, two's gonna pop back up. Like, that's the whole premise behind, like, every time they try to take down the Pirate Bay. I don't know, I said, I don't think I ever come from since they removed Kick-Ass Torrent. I felt like that was my Torrent place. <laughs> like, that was sacred. <laughs> but I, I just have to, like, be satisfied with using Pirate Bay. Well, be like the rest of us. Now, one thing I did notice, and I'm segueing here, is that the Nexus 6P is going to be getting Oreo one day before Apple's keynotes on the 12th. So sad. That's so unfortunate for those 6P users. Like, I mean, granted, all they have to do is sign up for the beta and they, they quite literally will get the released version of it, but it seems kind of odd, you know, one day right before it. No, why is that odd? Huh? I mean, the 6P really isn't a driver. I mean, all the devices that are important already have an Oreo. So, Michael, don't you want a sex <laughs> Um, I am, I am, but all the important devices already have Oreo, so we're good. Doesn't when matter when they release it. When you want a pixel, you can speak like this thing. Yeah, I just got it today. So <laughs> I would like to show you guys something. Uh, let me make sure I'm actually so. Uh, come on. I can't see that. Hold on. <laughs> oh man. Try so hard. Try so hard. You can't see that. Bam. Android version 8.0. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good for you. But for everyone else, it's not getting until what? A day before the Apple keynote? Okay, yeah. yeah. That... Average user? Yeah, okay. So, like I said, all the important devices are together. <laughs> Your device has it, right? <laughs> so, no love. Is, no love. No <laughs> chill either. But unborn <laughs> devices have Oreo. They got that air. They got that air update. Oh man. Um, and since we're talking about Pixel Two, apparently the Pixel Two is also going to be getting the at least so some reports are saying. The exact same processor that almost every other flagship is going to be using this year inside the device. So okay. it's nothing all that. It's nothing groundbreaking. Oh, really? uh, now, one thing that's definitely been happening this week, and I think we kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but hacking has been kind of rampant. Like WikiLeaks was hacked. And yeah. I mean, it seems kind of ironic when you really think about it with them. Is it is, actually. <laughs> um, it says, hi, our mine security group. Sorry, hi, it's our mine, which is in brackets security group. Don't worry, we're just testing your blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, this is not a security text test. WikiLeaks, remember when you challenged us to hack you? 
Anonymous, remember when we tried to dock when you tried to dox us with fake information for attacking WikiLeaks? The message continues. There we go. One group beat you all. The WikiLeaks hack. Let it. Let's get it trending on Twitter. And when that article was written, WikiLeaks was remaining offline, and the group behind it, our mind, is saying that it's responsible for some other big hacks over the last several years, including the Twitter account of CEO. Um, Jack Dorsey and Google CEO Sundar Pichai Square page, and that they're also responsible for the hacks of websites Variety and BuzzFeed, as well as social media accounts of HBO. If true, they've been kind of busy, but mm, Ricky thinks is kind of a gray area when it comes to stuff. Like, some people actually use that information. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of ironic because WikiLeaks, you know, is a whistleblower site, so uh, this is kind of fun. It is. Like, I don't feel bad for them. It's whatever. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Release the information that WikiLeaks was planning to release? Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, what what do you gain from this hack? Like, you're not gaining anything, really. I just suppose that they wanted, yeah. Just- Um, The next place that seemingly had an issue was Apple, actually. And it was over with their developer center. Now, apparently the downtime, maybe they were saying it would maybe due to recently discovered vulnerability and that it's been unavailable for the past few hours when the article was written, at least. Without explanation, it's not uncommon to see the site go down for a few hours in our announcement events, but today's reason might be more ominous. And multiple developer across, developers across Twitter are postulating the downtime may be due to a hack. Now, another article was also saying that developer accounts briefly showed Russia addresses due to an Apple bug, which might be the reason for the downtime. So might be a hack might be a bug it seems kind of weird regardless and with everything that's been in the news about russia recently it seems really weird i mean i think people i don't know people like to talk about russia this russia Russia's becoming like another red herring in my opinion people just call it russia or just point your finger at Russia. You might be right. Typically it's China or Russia. Um, but you're definitely hearing Russia more and more in the news now. Mm-hmm. Now, segueing into another one. Apparently hackers can take control of Siri and Alexa by whispering to them using frequencies humans can't hear and this was done by chinese researchers aha chinese again um that have huh i just i said i was just supposed to say they always do something (laughs) they discovered a vulnerability in voice assistance from apple google amazon microsoft samsung and huawei and it affects every iphone and macbook running siri any galaxy device and any PC running Windows 10, and even Amazon's Alexa Assistant. 
An excerpt from the report itself says, using a technique called Dolphin Attack. A team from the Zizang <laughs> University. That is the worst name. Dolphins are vicious, yo. Like, I'd be terrified of that. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh, someone just... Oh, thank you for hosting Hosted Radio. Um, right, so a team from Zhejiang University translated typical voice commands into ultrasonic frequencies that are too high for the human ear to hear, but perfectly decipherable by their microphones and software power and are always on voice assistants. You know, kind of like how those ghost TV shows will always try to say, oh, well, these devices can record the things that we can't hear and so we can hear ghosts and stuff like that yeah i guess something like that yeah i mean it makes sense um the relatively simple translation process lets them take control of gadgets with just a few words uttered in frequencies none of us can hear they kind of already said that the researchers didn't just activate basic commands like hey siri or okay google though they could also tell an iphone to call such and such number or tell an ipad to facetime the number they can then force a MacBook or a Nexus 7 to open a malicious website. And they can also order an Amazon Echo to open the back door. Um, apparently, wow. even an Audi Q3 could have its navigation system redirected to a new location. Okay, that's pretty scary when you really think about that. Those last two right there. Yeah, they're they're gonna just, just get a Tesla, <laughs> What if it happens with the <laughs> Tesla as well? Approve. <laughs> huh? I said approve. I, I, I didn't think Tesla was on the left, right? Is Audi, it Audi right? or is it Audi? Audi. Audi? Saying, I don't know. My dad says Audi. And like, I've seen the commercial says Audi. But then I've also heard other people said Audi. What, what the commercial says? Yeah. The commercial says Audi, then it's Audi. Yeah. Audi. Howdy, Audi. Um... <laughs> bad but apparently <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were saying that inaudible voice commands question the common design assumption that adversaries may at most try to manipulate a voice assistant vocally and can be directed by an alert user sorry be detected by an alert user the research team writes in a paper just accepting the blah 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 Either way, though, maybe this is the reason why smart technology might not be the best thing for a lot of people. <laughs> this, Whoa. Hmm, this, hmm. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was, that was Vicky's, hmm. I know. Yeah. What was that for? What that one touched for? my spine just now. Oh, okay. That one yeah. touched your spine you just now. <laughs> Would you continue? I'm listening. No, I'd, I'd like to know your thoughts right now. I just feel as though, you know, technology is going so like far off the rails. Like I said, they need to, you know, take it slow and bring it down a notch. That's a tad bit. Nah, but, we gotta keep going until we get AI, until like, you know, they take over the world and then, like, you know, the humans <laughs> go think. <laughs> <laughs> so you just gotta keep going forward, man. Can't stop. Can't stop the beast, right? 
Listen, like I see, already, I already it's not it. uphill, you know, it's not uphill battle. We're going downhill fast. We can't stop. You ever try to stop rolling downhill? Yes, right. actually, I have. You're in a car. <laughs> yeah, and then your car flips over. <laughs> then brakes don't help you no more. But, um, yeah, so that, I don't know. I, I feel very odd about that and very. I mean, the fact that we can see it now, this is going to get patched out. This yeah, gonna, they're going to patch it. Out, it's going to get fixed. So, I mean, that's that's the whole point of stuff like that, to figure out vulnerabilities. When you find out the vulnerabilities, you patch it, you fix it. So, I guess. Now, Facebook, which we're going to be talking about now, oh, a mixture of Facebook and Instagram. Apparently, Instagram is going to be bringing stories to the web version of Instagram. And they're also going to be making weather-inspired face filters. So, yeah, you're going to have, like, a little sun somewhere there that you can play around with. And it's going to, like, have light coming down on you. So on and so forth. As well as being able to go on Instagram.com and, I guess, playing around with, well, watching people's stories. I don't see... I don't see the stories one really being used all that much, personally. I feel like it's 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 going to, like they're going to, like they brought it to WhatsApp um, desktop, so they're going to now implement it to all the other apps. So yeah, the other apps. It's like seeing it. No, I'm so tired of these stories. Like I can't, I won't even lie. <laughs> I'm tired of all the filters. I'm tired of uh, like every app has a story now. It's just like okay, like, what's new? Like I've seen your copy Snapchats. Um, feature, and I'll just keep like you know adding all the ones like fizzle to it, and I'm just like, okay, what's new? Like I'm tired of seeing the same thing over and over for like the past couple of months now. I kind of agree with you, which is gonna make the next story actually even worse. Apparently, Facebook is going to be integrating Instagram Stories into Facebook Stories, because you know Facebook Stories was pretty much a ghost town. Yep. A few people use it, you know, surprisingly. Like, I think their messenger days, I feel like that, that one's more of a ghost town than their Facebook story. But, like, I've seen a few people use Facebook stories, so I could see them trying to implement Instagram with the Facebook to make it seem as though they're getting like more, um, uh, just, like more like track records like running through on Facebook because it's going to put the, the like people not using Facebook stories to use where you can now merge the two. I don't know. I, I think it's... They need to start cutting back on this whole story thing. Mm-hmm, I agree. And the filters. Chris, you have any um, thoughts about it? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say. People love it, so... As long as people keep using it, people can keep... Um, they're going to keep pushing it. Look, I'm afraid all people aren't getting tired of this. Like, I got tired of Snapchat within, like, maybe the first year having it. That's nice. People like people to give them attention. People like to... It's all about them likes, man. You gotta chase them likes. Got any more than likes? Gotta get those follows. Um, now, apparently, with Facebook... Moving on to our next topic, by the way. Apparently, it's easier to creep on mutual friends. Now... You smell too widely. <laughs> Me? No, I have a friend that... that like 
She's like on Facebook, FBI. Like, I don't know how she's dating out of you people's stuff. Like, she's fine anything. Right. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, the feature appears in a small box underneath a friend's friend list on the desktop version of Facebook. Along with a prompt to see what you have in common with them. Uh, sorry, what you have in common with that individual's friends. Um, so, for example, let's say, see what you have in common with Brett's friends. After you click the view button, it opens a full screen window where you can flip through that person's friend list. And as you flip through, it shows some basic profile information and highlight detail, highlights details that you may have in common with said friends. Mutual friends, hometown, employers, current city were just some of the things that show up in things in common. And it also surfaced pages that people both liked. Now, it's apparently not clear how Facebook ranks said friends and which ones you see first in the view. And uh, this particular article, um, author said that the first few profiles he saw were people with whom he had another mutual friends besides Brett. Um, but who he doesn't actually know. Then perhaps not surprisingly, he started to see people related to his work um, and then showed him profiles of people who he's connected to on Facebook. So it didn't really discriminate whether or not they were already connected. Seems kind of, kind of productive for something like this. All in all though, that, mm. why? Mm. I don't know, I thought they have to feed the creeping people. Like, mm. if it makes sense. Mm. Um, they're just doing the things. Y'all actually do things. This is me. Yeah, but I want new things that's going to benefit me. Okay, well, more stories then. <laughs> <laughs> Really, Chris? <laughs> You're gonna be able to send stories from your fridge. That's all. I mean, and then like for us, we're probably gonna be like the last set of people to get this update. Like, so when you like... take stuff out of your fridge, what it's gonna do is gonna automatically see what you took out, and then it's gonna automatically send a story to say, "Oh, so and so is cooking this." No, I don't want that. That's kind of like tracking my. Well then, easier mutual friends. That leads to a story that I actually saw just like shortly before the show so it kind of does i was going to leave it for next week next week's episode but apparently facebook is going to be also having some tinder like um feature where you can oh. swipe or like say yes or no or sorry no thanks to agree to meet up with certain friends and if you say if you both say yes then you both like get the message saying this person's willing to hang out with you or something like that. Sounds kind of sad when you really think about it. Just a tad bit. Well, y'all lack some new things. That's not stories. <laughs> so this is what we're getting. <laughs> um, you really run out of ideas. I mean, it's like it's... Right there, they're like running out of things sad to the app. So it's like, oh, you know, let's go look and see what this one has and see how we're going to make our own. And I put our own spin to it and see how we're going to make it better. 
you don't need everything in an app like that. Yeah. At so, at some point, that unless becomes it's, bloated. Unless it's a streaming service, then I need everything in an app. Like that whole Netflix and, and and Disney thing. I don't need that. I need them to be together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that's that's actually another interesting topic. Yeah, because I know I'm not buying that that um, Disney subscription just to watch Daredevil and Defenders and whatnot or Star Wars. No. Sorry. But um. Continuing on, Instagram has apparently also been hacked. <laughs> um, apparently, the, the tip of the iceberg was that Selena Gomez, her account was compromised by hackers who posted nude photos of her ex-boyfriend Justin Bieber on her feed. The account, of course, was then taken down. Um, the photos were deleted and Gomez got her control, control of her account again. Hackers, right? But um, apparently the hack was the tip of the iceberg and that two days later after that, The Verge reported that a bug had been discovered which allowed hackers to access phone numbers and email addresses of Instagram users. Instagram itself published a note on the website saying that a bug had been fixed and that only a, only a low percentage of Instagram accounts had been affected. A report from the Daily Beast, interesting name, suggests otherwise. Um, apparently before the bug was fixed, a group of hackers stole reportedly um, a massive amount of data which they then used to launch a searchable database of Instagram users called a Doxagram. Very unique name, guys. Creative. Um, one of the hackers got in touch with the Daily Beast to show the publication a sample of the data it had collected cocky bastards um, the list it provided <laughs> allegedly featured the email addresses and phone numbers of 1,000 Instagram accounts many of which belong to high-profile celebrities and politicians and several of which the Daily Beast was able to verify um, the hackers say that the, the scraper they set up to exploit the bug initially targeted only one Instagram user with over 1 million followers but eventually moved on to other users um, the doxogram went offline as of last Friday, but apparently a Twitter account is a, which might be a legitimate source. The set appears to have just been restored Monday and the hackers are charging $10 per search for people's information. So now they're also profiting from it. Um, after that though. There was another article that said a low percentage of 70 million accounts, the current number of multi active users on Instagram, um, might have actually been part of that. Um, so they said, after additional analysis, we have determined that the issue potentially impacted some verified accounts as well, but we cannot determine which specific accounts may have been impacted. We believe. It was a low percentage of Instagram accounts. Out of an abundance of caution, we encourage you to be vigilant about your security accounts. Blah, 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 blah. In other words, that hack didn't just affect high profile users, as the company initially said, and that any one of us could have been affected. So you may want to change your passwords. 
Yep. It sounds more and more like places like Instagram aren't really the place that you want to be anymore. Like with all these different hacks happening. I barely use my account, so that's another thing I'm, I think I'm pretty much good on. I mean, it's, it doesn't matter what you do, people are going to hack stuff, so, I mean, it doesn't matter. Fair enough. It just matters if, if you're the, the unlucky person that they end up hacking, and your information well, you comes you just out. have to be, you, I mean, you just have to be cognizant, you, regardless of whatever you use, like, um, first of all, if your account gets hacked, it's not because, oh, they hacked Instagram, it's because they hacked your account, like, your password is bad, so that's on you. Um, or you use some type of path, like, you use some type of simple password for your secret question or something like, like that. Like, that's why you got hacked. It's not because, oh, they did some super secret thing and they were, like, running code and this and that. Like, no, they didn't. They just guessed your password. That's exactly what they did. Um, so, it's literally your fault. I mean, you can't blame Instagram for that. So, I mean, well, I don't know. the bug is because of an issue with Instagram that they were able to well, get access to all that information. Though. Well, two different things. There's two different hacks. It's one, Selena Gomez's account being hacked. Hacked. I hate that they need to separate these two words because they're two totally different things that happened. Yeah. Someone guessed her password and they got into her account. That's what happened. And they're calling that a hack. And then what they're also calling a hack, which is legitimately a hack, is where these people installed a script or a bug inside Instagram's database and the pretty much some code to allow them to pull information whenever they want. That's a legitimate hack. Now, those two things are completely different. The information they're pulling, from what I understand, they can't pull passwords. They can pull your information, but then again, all you have to do is go on your account. And I mean, most of the information is readily available on your account anyway for anyone to go and look at. So big work. Um, that's all I'm saying. It's just a matter of being careful what you put out there. That's pretty much it. And understanding that you're putting your information and your data on other people's um, servers, and if anything okay. happens to their servers, then your information is liable to get taken. That's it. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I would say that, oh, maybe you should stop using them. Like, no, just be smarter with how you use it. Just be smarter online. Just be smarter like them persons who, who put, like, their whole life story on Facebook, it's not needed. Yeah. Um, we got two more stories for Facebook. One is that they have a new like button, which most people would have probably already seen by now. And it kind of looks yeah. like a really weird thumb. Like, I kind of preferred the other one. I don't know if that's just... No, me. I think that's cool. It's a button. It doesn't, look, it doesn't look so blocky. Like, it looks... It's a button. But it's a cute button. It looks like a fat hand. Yeah, it's like, it's it curves. So, like, it makes, like, this... Like this C shape. It's a button. Instead of being, instead of being so. You blocky. know what it does, right? You're still gonna click it to say like, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, Mike is the one who has an issue with it. I'm pretty much good with it. It's just a button. Okay. It changed the button. Okay. Facebook, yeah, yeah. Facebook is known for like the like button. So. It's still a like button. They haven't <laughs> removed it. <laughs> it's still the same button. It just looks a little different, okay? Great. 
And uh, apparently some Instagram employees were selling ver Instagram verification for several thousand dollars. Really? Well, that's, that's really unethical. But, um... Huh. Money out to make? Gotta get that hustle. Yeah, I mean, if people if people want to be verified that much, then if they stupid enough to buy like a verification account for me, then sure. It'd be interesting if the persons who actually did that, though, after this was found out, then got their they information. Got oh. Well, I mean, the persons who did it got fired, and the persons whose account were verified got unverified. Right. Yeah, they'd waste yeah. their money. Pretty much. Like, I think that's, I think that's something that should, I think that's just, in a sense. But, um, moving on from that, we're going to talk about Nintendo now. Now, Nintendo apparently lost a patent battle that it was, it's had going on for a little bit of time now. And they now have to pay a particular company 10 million dollars the company of course would be iLife which sued Nintendo back in 2013 um, after filing lawsuits against four other companies in 2012 um, pretty much they, they were saying that Nintendo infringed upon their patent which was first filed in 1999 which describes systems and method for evaluating movement of a body relative to an environment. Quite honestly, I hate patents like this. Like, ones that kind of like are things that just should be able to be happening. So essentially this is saying that, you know, anything that guesses where you, how you move. It's going to infringe on their patent. So that means what? Kinect is next? I want to remember PlayStation Move. That's what it was, right? PS Move? Something, something like that. What about like the smart TVs that can tell like your gestures and like what to do and whatnot? Like, hmm. It's annoying. But um, apparently it showed the patent drawing show body mounted motion detectors that could detect falls in the elderly, which in the market that iLife was targeting, according, sorry, oh, that is the target, the audience that they were targeting, which makes it like, so why are you going after Nintendo? Um, they got the money? The 10 million, 10.1 million was less than 10% of what iLife's attorneys were asking for. Seriously? They they asked the jury for $144 million. Wow. At this point I feel like I feel like they're suing just because it's a big company and they're gonna get the money. Like how um last week on the show where you speak about where you spoken about the guy whose parents were trying to sue Apple because the person that hit their I think it was their sons was was using an iPhone. Yep. That's not like, yeah, like that's that's not kind of logical. Like you can't expect them to like, just give you the money because the person is using an iPhone. 
I don't know. This faith in humanity slowly going down. Slowly. Um, and also one of our beloved characters, Mario, has been uh, displaced. He's no longer a plumber. Originally, he was a carpenter, apparently. Back when he first came out and he was jumping over barrels. Apparently, that was a construction site. Oh! Interesting. Um, and when he came to having to go down pipes, he became a plumber. And I guess since the newer versions don't necessarily use pipes anymore, he's no longer a plumber, but they're not quite saying what he is. But it sounds more and more... <laughs> You're still going on with this degree. This theory is the best theory, and it solves everything. It makes sense. It makes the most sense. Oh, the theory is, by the way, <laughs> that Mario and the gang, for those who don't know, Mario and the gang are all actors, and every game that they come out with is a stage play. And that's why a lot of the games have, like, stages and, like, the curtain. Um, they look like stages when you character select. They have even, like, the, even the curtain graphics and stuff like that. So it's just these crew people who are playing just different roles in these different games. That's why in some games, even people like Bowser or Wario are on teams with people who they should be against. And they don't have a problem with it because they're just filling in whatever role that they need to play for that play, that stage play. Hey, the guy who made it agreed with the, the theory. He's like, oh yeah, you know, we always expected, we always thought of Mario Brothers 3 as a stage play. So, hey. The actors. It's not a plumber. Well, he was a plumber in that game because he had to be a plumber. <laughs> it's like American Horror Story. How same same people, different roles. Different roles. Yep. So, what would you say his role is inside the new Mario Odyssey game that's coming out? He's the villain. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> a shape-shifting villain. Who's trying to stop a wedding, right? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. You got it. You know. I don't know if I can agree with that Mario is It's like Wedding Crashes. It's like Wedding Crashes 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that one right there, no. Uh, apparently, China has banned all ICO and cryptocurrencies, sorry, digital currencies, and which of course include cryptocurrencies. Um, essentially, what they're saying is that it is a legal form of money trading. Uh, so, yeah. Sucks for everyone that was in China that was like going heavy with Bitcoins and stuff like that. People aren't supposed to be on the internet in China. They are on the internet, so. Um, Great firewall of China. Great firewall of China. I feel bad for them. Like, almost every week, something worse is happening. I mean, America's Trump, so. Uh, talking about Walking Dead. Really, really heavy segue there. 
apparently, The Walking Dead is getting its own uh, augmented reality game. I don't quite see how this is going to work out so well. Like, the trailer yeah. video for it is really, really, like, interactive. But I don't see myself going through all that. Like, not in public. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work this long. If they do this tower defense game, then yeah. If they don't, then oh well. And they don't look like they're doing this tower defense, so. No. Tower defense is their only hope. Literally their only hope. There are only so many types of games that you can do with AR currently that won't. Because the big problem is um, you're in public, so you can't do that much. It's not like VR, where you can spin around in your house as much as you like. It don't matter, because you're in your house. But if you're out in public, then you also have to factor in the fact that there's certain places you can't go, there's certain things you can't do while out in public. And as we found out with Pokemon Go, because Pokemon Go had a big issue with that. People trespassing, people going with all type of stuff because it was like a complete Pikachu. So it's it's just gonna be one. Like I, I don't see how they're gonna do it to be honest. It's, I think it's gonna be a flop. Same here. Yeah. You were gonna say something more, Vicky? Oh no, I just said I think it's gonna be like a, a major flop. As much as I hate to say it, I I really do agree. Like, yeah, they've got the in-game characters as well, but like, when you're being swarmed by people, what are you gonna do? Start spinning around in a in a circle, like in the middle of a food store? No. I think they should just stick with the games that they have now and call it a day. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Anyway, our last set of topics is Apple based. Now, <laughs> of course, Vicky be the person that says that. <laughs> um, there was a leaked video, quote unquote leaked video, that shows what may be a working iPhone for the first time this week. Now. Uh, pretty much what it does is it's apparently in Chinese, it seems so. Um, and it just gives you an idea of what the overall layout of it is from the front face of it. You can, of course, see the cutaway at the top. You can see how things look on the um, home screen, and then they go into what looks like the settings area. But at least it actually shows something is working. I don't know if that was Windows, I mean, wow, Windows, iOS 11, or if that was iOS 10, especially considering that iOS 11 beta 10 just also came out this week. Am I correct with that, Vicky? Yep. Yep. It's the largest, largest amount of betas for iOS in, in Apple history. <laughs> so at this point, and you know, cause apparently the Pixel 2, I think they were saying, may not come with um, Oreo at launch. Maybe the iPhone 8 also won't come with iOS 11 at launch. And by the time people actually get the devices, those operating system versions will be out and ready for an update. That's my theory on it. I'm still expecting 
the iPhone 8 slash pro slash edition, whatever they're going to call it. I'm still expecting it to be released like a few months later than the like original 7, 7S model, well, 7S, 7 plus model, 7S plus models. But that's just me. Like I, I like I feel like it's going to be released like maybe in a month or so later. Like it, the phones are going to be released in September. I think it's going to be. I feel like the eight is going to be released in October. But I could be wrong. It would be the smart thing to do, but I could be wrong. You have any thoughts, Chris? I mean, I don't see the logic in. Um, I mean, it being delayed, even if it. Even if you do download an update over the air, as far as I'm concerned, it's still going to be iOS 8. And they're probably just going to um, build it right into the setup for it. They're going to tell you, hey, you need an internet connection, which most phones have. Most phones have data. Most phones have internet connection. They're just going to tell you, hey, connect to Wi-Fi and uh, to finish the setup. And people do it. And people won't complain. So, and if they hit do it later, then they'll just say, hey, just know that you want a certain features until you do it later. But, like, no, like, they won't complain. I mean, they didn't complain about the headphone job, so they're not going to complain about that. They gave us solutions. In fact, they gave us about three solutions for headphone jack. No. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They either bought the AirPods. No, they didn't. Either used the Lightning 3.5. That's not a solution. That's not a solution. How are you? How are you gonna? Exactly. Exactly. You cannot charge your phone while you're listening to music. When you could have before, but you can if lost you the use the wireless headphones. Oh, Why would I on. use that? Not like, then that's another just... thing that I gotta charge. Exactly. It's it's not. Why does the battery life last longer? It's not. A... Bluetooth kills your battery life faster. I mean, but my Bluetooth's always on. See, it's all on non-Apple users. And you it's have to so plug your phone in like... by twelve, right? It's used so easily. It's like always, I'm always on my phone, but it's so easy to like edge <laughs> off things when your Bluetooth are always on. You notice how she kind of avoided that, right? I said because I, I'm, I'm like constantly on my phone. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe it's also because Bluetooth is on and it's eating away at your battery life. Yeah. I don't like for me. I even released it like, probably because I've always I've constantly kept my Bluetooth on since I got my watch. I don't really see like the battery decline like so rapidly since I've, I've had my watch. You have to charge your phone at 12 p.m. I don't have to do that ever. Uh, I can go a whole day without like, ever charging my phone. Like my phone. I unplug my phone like I unplug my phone two o'clock in the morning. So like I'm expecting, but you know, like 12 o'clock if I'm using it constantly during a, like throughout the day, I'm expecting to like plug it in. I can do that, and I can expect to plug it in again before I go to bed at night. And not out of necessity, but just out of because I want to be topped off completely in the next morning. Like I'll probably be at maybe 30, 40%. Oh, I, I usually run my phone to like maybe 20. And I usually run it until like the, the low battery mode pop up. I don't think my phone yeah, really goes like, between. I don't, it doesn't get there 40. for me. Like it doesn't, like all day use, like all day, and it doesn't get there for me at all. Like after all day of using it yeah. from the morning straight till night and I haven't charged at all and I'm using it consistently all day I don't have to charge uh, well you know the iPhone is expected to like have like LJ batteries so that's also that's a fix nice. that problem right that's there nice. as well <laughs> so, we'll see they always that they've, oh, every year they come out and they say better battery life better battery life better battery life and the first people I see anytime looking for outlet or looking for charges always iPhone users 
has been consistently since the first iPhone. Always has been the case and has never changed, despite the fact that Apple has always consistently said, better battery life, better battery life, better battery life. They pull in the wool over your eyes and you all just let them do it. No, we'll see. The V30 already killing the battery life company. Like, they already beaten the pixel in battery life. And I just told you I can last a whole day. And they're beating the pixels in terms of battery life. I mean, I if it's going to be, because we're on a totally different scale, if it's going to beat the the iPhone scale you're right, now, you're on a totally different battery, scale because you're not then... on the scale at all. <laughs> like, we lasted all day. Y'all lasted half a day. Half a day. What is that? That's ridiculous. And y'all are perfectly fine with that. Like, that's crazy. Like, I don't understand yeah. why you guys are perfectly fine with that. And that's why I say, like, there's an issue with, like, you guys are think... messed up. The only thing that dies really fast is for me is my phone. My iPad, I could charge that to 100% Monday, and I wouldn't charge it again, like maybe Sunday. But then again, I rarely use my iPad. Okay. Yeah. Do you see the the size of the iPad, though? Yeah. It's a tablet. Yeah. We're talking about phones here. <laughs> like, that is like a fifth or a tenth of the size. Yes, they have a bigger battery. So therefore, my point is still given that with the new LJ bigger battery that uh, the iPhone it is going to have, it may have a stronger charge. Oh, hold on. So what you you guys gonna finally have like a thirty? Sorry, like a, a three thousand milliamp battery instead of having to charge at twelve pm, she'll have to charge at one pm. Maybe more Maybe like 1.30 two. or so, depending on how I use my phone. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> this is riveting. This is innovation. When other phones really have been surviving, can survive an entire day. Or, if I put my phone in low power mode, it would last longer. Do you actually have to do that? I mean, like, I've seen few, well, actually, I've seen a lot of iPhone users where, like, their phone live in low power mode. Y'all live some sad lives, but anyway. I'm okay with that, though. <laughs> Y'all okay with sad life? Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with my sad life. <laughs> um, last up on the list is that Apple apparently has signed an agreement. Uh, sorry, actually not last on the list, um, but both are music related. Apple has ended its annual music festival which it's gone on for the past 10 years and it's focusing on individual events instead now vicky have you ever really been interested in these apple events yes i have been but sad that it's going to be ended so i'm not going to be able to go (laughs) and Lastly, apparently they um, have reached agreement with Warner Music for newer, sorry, new cheaper Apple Music deals. Um, talks between Apple and the music industry are seldom and um, pretty much seldom, as those including most other music services, while YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, and other services allow people to listen to music for free. Apple only sells on a paid on-demand service. Warner Music Group is the first major music company to reach new long-term deals with all three of the biggest players in the music, YouTube and Spotify, Universal and Sony have agreements with Spotify, but have yet to sign new deals with YouTube and Apple. Warner hired former Sony executive to oversee the digital business last November. 
So, that might be some good news on Apple's front, at least for the music section. Yeah, I mean, they're not doing bad in music, so, I mean, anything right now is it's alright. I mean, they're doing good with music. I think right now iTunes is the most stable thing. People are buying music through there, and it's... Like, people have no problems buying music through iTunes. Like, everyone's like, oh, here's iTunes link for my music, for my album download. So, I mean, they're in a good position, so it doesn't really matter for them. And they've been around just, for a hell of a long time. Yeah, so it's yeah. really just a matter of time, to be honest. But that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Tech Talk. Uh, just, I'd like to thank my guests for coming on the show and talking this week. And I'd like to thank my followers and my hosts from Hosted Radio. Uh, for those watching, you know, the shows are Esports Wrap on Tuesdays at 6.30pm and Thursdays for Tech Talk at 6.30pm, Eastern Standard Time for both of them. Um, I did get quite a number of followers um lady at large malajana uh, wireframe mattress zatra hazy devlin love avery dead horse the joker lo- a lot of numbers uh the bosani roblox games yt pepsi oh, sniffer oh, wow. uh con 43 yeah i don't know uh, Chinny Angel Nikki, Jamie AF, and Mega Blocks. Damn, Daniel. Thank you all for Damn, following. Daniel. <laughs> Thank you all for following. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> Take care.